0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk sport. powered by fans.
1: Hello everyone! Thank you for joining the To Holland Back podcast again uh, tonight. We've got a very special episode because um, we've got two lovely special guests, Corbin and Max. How are you guys doing?
2: I'm doing great, thanks. How are you?
1: All the better for meeting
2: you. Oh, thank you.
1: Yes, and wow. how are you, Max? Because we've we've met before, haven't we?
2: We have, and you've
3: also been on my channel, so that's yes. <laughs> it's it's a bit of a switcheroo today. Well, yeah, well I'm feeling very good after last night, considering mm-hmm. I got a notification saying Sky Sports Football uploaded whole City Highlights. so
1: Yeah, that, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. So as I'm in the uh, mood for shout outs, um, I'll just say that we're proudly sponsored by Six Yards Out and Pearson's Bar in Hull. But also you've got your own YouTube channels to shout out. So uh, Max, uh, where can people find your YouTube channel other than on YouTube?
3: really (laughs) um but yeah you can um obviously subscribe to me max tiger hd vlogs tigers talk you name it i've got it kind of um for more updates on my channel you can follow me on instagram max tiger hd official or on twitter at mthd underscore official um there there could have been a tiger's talk tonight but there was a change of plan um there will be a matchday vlog for Rotherham
2: as well. So,
1: Okay, cool. And uh, Corbin, you've got a YouTube channel as well. Do you want to shout that out?
2: Indeed I do. You can find me on YouTube on, at Corbin C. I've got a Twitch channel as well where I do live streams, Corbin C as well, and Twitter, Corbyn C again.
1: Awesome. Those are, those are well-named. So um, as you've mentioned, uh, it was a fantastic win last night at Blackpool, but um, because we like to you know, uh, be miserable on this podcast – and negative all the time. Let's look back at the um, two previous games first, and then quickly move on to something more more fun. Uh, we um, lost two nil at Huddersfield, and then two nil against Birmingham. Uh, Max, generally, wh- uh, how did you feel um, after those two games going into uh, last night's match against Blackpool?
3: <sighs> it's it's hard to say how I felt in your words, but in my words, I felt absolutely weakened to the core. Uh, I couldn't see us winning last night. Never never mind even scoring. Um mm. the Huddersfield game, we could have had at least a goal, if not maybe even snuck a, a second one in. Um Longman obviously missing that chance, which was really annoying. Um it wasn't too bad of a game, I didn't I thought in in the sense that we attacked the goal. We did attack them and played very good defensively but once again it's the set pieces <laughs> we just can't be bothered um yeah. the thing is with us we we attack so much we defend so much but after time we're just useless we are useless both one side and the other of the pitch the huddersfield game i mean going into it i didn't see us winning it at all didn't even I mean, I thought we'd score. There's that. But the efficiency we have is not consistent enough for us to stay where we were. Obviously, the first goal, as everyone, well, most of us saw, um, couldn't be, I say couldn't be prevented. Um, Coyle, I mean, it's just it's just unlucky, really. Um I mean, I was obviously a little bit fuming at the time, but I mean, what can he do? He tried his best. Mm-hmm. And Helic, I mean, man that, of the that was a
1: very game. that was a sloppy goal. The first one is unlucky, and I think we have been yeah. a bit unlucky with the goals we've conceded. Um, was well, some of them? Some of them have been woeful. But then Luton, um, that was an own goal off Jones. Another own goal for Coyle, and then the um third game we lost. I think the. uh first goal was deflected in that, so we obviously haven't played well, but recently we haven't also got the luck um, that some of our performances have deserved. Um, uh, Corbin, what, what was your view on the Huddersfield match?
2: Uh, the Huddersfield match, dreadful, really, is all I can mm-hmm. say about it. Um, missed chances, we didn't look good on the ball at all going forward, Huddersfield were all over us throughout the game. It really was just, it was a chore to watch, and I, I don't like saying it.
3: Hmm.
1: Well, just really yeah, it was a chore to watch. I, I had the um, uh, I mean, I, I'm living in, in Huddersfield at the moment, so it was a nice, easy away game for me to go to, pretend that I was being a really, you know, uh, great supporter going to an away match. But um, it was just down the road, really. Um, and I still wish I hadn't gone because it was it was thoroughly miserable. It wasn't the worst performance. It's just that build up of losing another game and not scoring and um, away from home, especially. Uh, our form seems to be really terrible, and uh, but then still, I sort of deluded myself into thinking we could get something out of the Birmingham game with it with it being at home and then I think we were a bit unlucky in that because I've written down here in my notes Birmingham was really a, a tale of two halves, and Max, would you agree that we had a good first half and a bad second half?
3: I would I would say I have to agree with that. I thought the first half was very promising. We had many many chances. Obviously Pelkas slipping inside inside the last few moments of the first half wasn't great. Slippy G moments, but um it was a good first half I thought we capitalized on their mistakes obviously. Um had some great chances to sh- to to strike the ball through. We followed through with that and we got a few chances probably should have been taken more often, but then again, we were playing the right balls through, most of them being offside. Um, but then again, we've we've we have improved. We just can't seem to score, and mm-hmm. I think that's that's our main that that's our threat really. Like our threat should be goals, but realistically, that's our now our threat their threat. Yeah, our attack is now their threat. So it's it's a little bit difficult i've just noticed also that we've lo- we've now lost th- th- three games in a row 2-0 we lost mm. luton huddersfield and birmingham 2-0 that's that's just a little thing i've picked up well, on we, we did have again, a win
1: against wigan in the middle but yeah the defeats basically yeah. i feel like when even when we concede the first goal i feel like we're still in the game and we play quite well and then i think Usually we're conceding the second goal just before or after half time, And then that just kills us off. And from two goals, we're not, not going to come from, uh, back from that. Um, and I felt like that it was the case against Birmingham. Going into the second half, I, I was confident we could get something out of the game. Then, you know, again, defensive uh, issues come to the fore. We concede another goal in like the 52nd minute. Um, so, uh, Corbin, what, what did you think went wrong in that second half? Or was it well, basically just the first goal in that second half and then we dropped our heads?
2: Well, I've got the stats up for that game on my phone. Mm-hmm. We were better in the first half than we were in the second half by the looks of things, and which was surprised me because going into the game looking at the lineup, I thought we were going to be very strong in there with Greg Doherty, Cynic, mm-hmm. Pelkas, Oscar, some of our better players on the pitch. But throughout the game we had two offsides. Um doesn't really say much, but with uh less uh, shots we have zero shots on target and zero shots in the second half we didn't yeah. make those attacking plays. we didn't get up fair enough in the field and um, i was sat with max for that game i'm not sure if he remembers it but um yeah
3: yeah we he was <sighs> that was a pain
2: yeah um i ended up leaving earlier <laughs> i didn't see the uh second he did. Goal. he did was... he <laughs> did as soon as i saw the seven minutes of added time I, I walked out i was like we ain't getting anything from this so it's mm-hmm. just the shape we can't create chances enough and when we do we need to capitalize on them because we don't get them enough
1: mm. well yeah it seems that in especially in the home matches where we've had a lot of the ball i think we've had more possession against birmingham and luton and stoke perhaps i might be wrong but uh and we've lost all of those and we've not scored a goal At home, so I feel like we're a better counter attacking team. Um, That's what we were doing earlier in the season. We beat um, Norwich and Coventry with less of the ball, I think, and uh, we were sort of under pressure. Uh, So, yeah, really, I think it is sort of a case of we had a a good first half. I was confident and we we seem to have improved. That was a very good half. I haven't seen us play much better than that this season. And then, you know, because we're so bad defensively, we concede heads drop. And uh, it was a very another, another very disappointing defeat. But last night uh, wasn't. So um, I, I didn't expect us to get anything from this at all. I thought um, even though Blackpool are just above us in the table, I, I thought you know it's in a way game we're definitely going to lose. Um, so well, I think perhaps uh, the lineup was quite a surprise. Um, not seeing Oscar up front was the biggest shock. Uh, Corbin, what did you? How did you react to the lineup? Because I was quite, quite, I was interested but not very encouraged.
2: Well, I'll try and I'll try and find the lineup here. But the Oscar not Oscar being on the bench was a shock to me. Obviously, the league's top scorer was prolific up in front there for us. Um, seeing um, what Fleming was on the bench too, unless he. Mm-hmm. Was also kind of shocked because he's been playing with the under 23s for a bit now. He's working his way back in, so I thought maybe injecting him into the squad now a bit too early for him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, well, I, suppose, so I
1: suppose we need him to play soon because yeah. Elder's out. I don't know how long Elder is out for, but um, it, I mean, that was certainly what another positive from last night was saying that uh, Fleming was back because uh, he played really well last year, and it's a shame that most of his career at City's been uh plagued by injuries but that was one positive but uh, mm. go on
2: um other, well due to recent performances longman um i thought especially after that thing against Huddersfield um i, I thought it was a bit of a shock i mm. definitely feel like we do have a bit of better players than him but i was proved wrong when he scored a goal even though it yes like you a were silly tapping um mm. but well, they the all count the same yeah, yeah
3: they do. is a goal if it's a goal for us, I don't care how it goes at this point. That's what I said to my mate last night.
1: It's the sort of goal we've conceded a lot as well from a, a oh, set yeah. piece.
3: I think we've got it better is. at
1: attacking them. I think we had a, a decent chance against Birmingham. That Oscar almost got into the end two of the rebound and then we've scored against Wigan and Blackpool with them. So I think attacking set pieces, was that was another thing last season. We were terrible at but we seem to have found that form and I think that's helpful because... We concede so many, It's hopefully that cancels itself out, really, um, if we're scoring and conceding.
2: Yeah, um, I saw a little stat before this on Twitter. uh, Longman had a 100% dribble success rate, which I found was quite interesting.
3: that's good.
2: uh, But uh, only 33 touches, though, with uh, three shots. It was an interesting night for him. Um, I was going to say,
3: if he gets 100% dribble success rate, he's not going to have had the ball much. (laughs) That's (laughs) all I'm saying. Yeah,
2: That that is true. And then, obviously, the other goals coming from Slater and that absolute screamer from Doherty. It was just kind of rounded off like uh, something that I believe we deserved after the recent form we've been on.
1: Yeah, I I think that was a game where we fully deserved to win, perhaps, uh, other than Wigan. Well, the the first three wins we had under Shotter, I don't think we really deserved those um, outright. But I think Wigan and Blackpool, especially, um, we did deserve to win. We created chances. Pelkas blazed a few over the bar and, and wide, which was a shame. But uh, it was good to you know hang on at two one, and then uh, you know finish off with a third goal. Um, I just want to focus more about my um, favourite player, Ryan Longman. Um, unfortunately, none of the regulars are here, so you know um, I can't tell them how wrong they are. But um,
0: mm.
1: I mean, presumably you have similar views that. Longman hasn't been playing very well, but, uh, you know, you look stupid now, don't you? Because he was amazing. And, uh, yeah, so just want to mention that he scored a goal. And I, th- I thought, of course, I would say this, but he, he led the line quite well. And I can't say it because I think this would be sacrilege. But um, his hold up play was better than Oscar opinion at, time, uh, at times. But I can't say that. So I haven't said that. That's just, uh, you know, nothing. But, uh, yeah, I thought he played quite well and uh, it was it was good for him to get a goal. I think that'll do a lot for his confidence. and um, Hopefully we can see how he played, um, you know, more often uh, the first half of last season when he was on loan. Hopefully he gets back to that form. Um, but as you mentioned, great goal by Greg Doherty. This was his first start for a while, I believe. Um, or did he play against Birmingham? I'm not sure. He played
3: against, uh, he played against uh, yeah. Birmingham. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, he right. started.
1: Well, he, he was one of the standouts, I thought. So, uh, do you think that midfield we had, starting Doherty and uh, Woods and Seri, is the way forward for City? Uh, I'll open that to anyone uh, else to answer.
2: I've heard, um, Doc was good throughout the entire game. He's shown that desire. He's running for the ball. So, with Slater, those are the kind of midfielders we need. I've noticed Ozan runs for the ball, but sometimes he just doesn't know what to do with it. Seri's well, Seri's Seri. He's good with the passing. He's plays it to uh play some good balls at times but mm-hmm. i feel like seri and slater those not oh, so sorry, sorry um Doc and slater those two are probably our best midfielders we have right now like no yeah. disrespect to Ozan and seri the great players obviously um but uh slater for, for the price you got him at he's been absolutely amazing so far. He was amazing last season. He's been great this season. No reason we shouldn't drop him. I unfortunately missed the game out against, uh, not Be- Birmingham, but due to his suspension. Um, maybe if he was in that game, it could have gone a different way. Mm-hmm. Perhaps.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I've been really impressed with Slater's dribbling. I think that's one of his best strengths. I don't know whether anyone else mentions that. They talk about the passing and the design and the... Um, tackling that sort of thing. But I think Slater and Doherty are really good to kind of get us up the pitch, especially Doherty. I'm always surprised at how quick he is. Um I mean, I always say how quick he is, but then when I see him on the ball, because he most players don't really, the first thought is to run forward with the ball, but he does. And I think um, that can really help us get up the pitch. And, um uh, you know, that was part of why he, he uh, ran on and scored that goal, uh, which was fantastic. And what his performances have deserved, of the last um, well, few games. Uh, so uh, I've got a, a question here because mm. I'm not really sure whether um, you'll agree with it or not, but um, Greaves at left back, uh, he's been oh, at yeah. fault for, um, well, he was at fault for the first goal in a way, letting the cross come in. Um, however, I think towards the end of the game, he sort of, uh, attacking-wise, I think he's always been quite good. Um, when we were playing three at the back, he got forward a lot. So I think going forward, he he was playing well there, but um, I think that just highlights the need to get Fleming or Elder back, because I'm not really sure whether he's as positionally aware at left back as he should be. So, what do you think about that, Max?
3: Well, Greaves at left back. I mean, I saw it for but we've seen it for Birmingham. We saw it for Blackpool. I when he came, when it was announced that he was playing left back, I thought, why? We've got our best centre mm-hmm. back and probably one of our most prolific centre-backs in an unfamiliar position. Now, don't get me wrong, it worked on um, against Blackpool.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Blackpool, not Blackburn, Blackpool. But the thing is I have with Greaves, he's, he's always got forward, he's always been that type of player to mm-hmm. have the incentive to push forward pressure the midfield of the opposition maybe even pressure the defense. It's what I saw when before Slater hit his goal in. It's exactly what he did. He was all the way he was he was on the halfway line got the ball ran forward tried to take a shot on. Obviously he's a defender so there's not many chances of him doing that normally. Um but he, even though he may he makes some mistakes at left back he still was as efficient as you could have uh, could have got last night mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that as any disrespect to any any other uh, other of our defenders but the way he's been playing it's it's almost unbelievable to see since our defensive form has been so poor mm-hmm. and when i saw the lineup for Blackpool obviously Greaves at left back, Christie at right back. Coyle out for illness. I was like, okay, that makes that makes interesting sense. I I just thought when I saw Fleming on the bench, I was like, so why is he? Why is Dawson not playing Fleming at left back? Mm. But to be fair, it seemed to work. Now Greaves, we wanted Greaves to stay, and yes, he's done well. But we do have to pick on the mistakes. I don't want to be the guy that's always picking on him as negativity. But Mm -hmm. we do have to occasionally look at the the opposite side of things. And the mistakes he makes, like, I don't want to say it, but I'm probably going to have to.
1: You can say it.
3: They are 100% his fault. Like, mm-hmm. if, well, I say 100%, probably about 90%, simply because the only the only thing, exactly, exactly. Now, the on, this isn't no disrespect to Grease, of course, but he he's turning into, when he's at left back, he's turning into Louis Coyle, out of position constantly. Mm. That's that's no disrespect to Coyle, don't worry. I'm not not him. Well, well, it is, Gries, but... but... Hey, 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 calm it. <laughs> No, but, I mean, there were there were some negatives, but we do have to take the positives out of the game because this is our first away win. I believe it was on Sky since Sky Sports... Uploaded. Well,
1: not, not officially, but it doesn't count into the uh, to the statistics, but it was because it was a uh, midweek game, but all of the midweek games were on Sky, so we don't count those. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. but, yeah, it's... As I've said it's just it was surprising to the eye once I first saw the lineup and said why are we playing Greaves at left back mm. well
1: but, I suppose Fleming probably isn't fit enough yet um but I I do think hopefully we'll be an improved team with yeah. Fleming at left back and Greaves back where he should be I, I don't think he had a, a poor game he has made a few mistakes mistakes recently but hopefully he'll take confidence from that because I think he grew into that position um especially going forward um, he's always been good at that so really I think this team and, and all the defence just needs a clean sheet to give them some confidence. We just need a team to be really rubbish against us. Hopefully that's Rotherham on Saturday, because I think uh, you know, going forward we've not always been great, but we have scored goals and we've got a, a good striker in Oscar. So I think we just need a clean sheet to Give them a bit of confidence, and hopefully that'll improve their performances. Um, do you have anything to add to that, uh, Greaves at left back defensive debate, Corbyn?
2: Um, well, he got a yellow card. He, I'm, I'm not against it. Uh, it's always good to try and try players out in a new position, see if they're comfortable with it. Try mm-hmm. and expand where they can play, especially if like players like Fleming and Elder are out. Um, yeah. It was an interesting. It's an, it was an interesting call. Um, he he'll have,
1: he'll have certainly learnt some stuff um, to improve his game at, at centre back, perhaps as well. So, I yeah,
2: kind of yeah.
1: like what you said about putting players in, out of position to see, sort of you know, help them grow and that sort of thing. I think that yeah. that could work. Um, and then the last thing I, I've written in my notes, which I just want to mention because I think Pelkas on the ball, dribbling, um, this little neat touches are, are really great. I just think um, he's a bit like Grzegi at times and Alaya. They've got that flair. Um, and this isn't not about them working back and defending. It's about just the end product because there were a few times he got into a great position and, and especially the one he tried to uh, shoot at a tight angle went miles over. I just think he needs to work on his finishing. I mean, That's not really a question. I just think that's a fact. Um, but hopefully, I think we are starting to see him getting more involved in games and he's playing at a sort of more central position at times. So um, do you agree with that?
2: Uh, yeah, I I agree with that. Um, obviously, you mentioned Alias, he's fast, he's pacey, he can get up the ball. Lacks the finishing. much like Pelkas. Mm-hmm. If Pelkas had the finishing, he could bag goals this season. He's already he's already scored one goal. He's up mm-hmm. up his chance for us. Alias um, scored a few last seasons. unfortunately um, he's been out for the most one, of this season. One. So he has, oh well, one one um, goal. One goal only one goal. That's surprising.
1: It feels like he could have got yeah. more, yeah. But uh, yeah. I think it we'll just... just shows how much um the other parts of his game that you know, those are strong points because we love him even mm. though he hasn't scored a lot. So um yeah, hopefully we start seeing Palcas got on the score sheet more. Um so shall we look ahead to the Rotherham United game?
3: Yes, let's go. That would be great.
1: Mm. So um more well, generally uh, they're 13th. They have a very good home record and they're overachieving massively. Of course, they are. And this is going to be the Tommy Eves derby because um, he's there. Apparently, Rotherham fans, um, I haven't really checked this myself, but I, I think I've heard that they really don't like him, um, which was sort of the case with us. Mm. Um, but I feel like sometimes you're allowed to hate him because he was not very good. And then sometimes uh, you're not allowed to hate him because he put in a lot of effort. So, I mean, he'll definitely score probably on Saturday, definitely, probably. Um But how, how do we that see this game going? Because C- I'm quite, I'm quite confident after the way we played against Blackpool and the first half against Birmingham. So, uh, Max, how do you see the game at Rotherham going?
3: Right, I've, I said on my Tigers talk that I was very having very high confidence for this game, mm-hmm. even without uh, a loss or win. Um. I obviously said 3-1 Blackpool, which was funny. Um, I said 2-1. Now, I may have changed my mind. I'm not sure. But um, at the moment, I'm thinking I'm more confident than I was after Birmingham. Mm -hmm. Now, I know Rotherham sound like an easy team to beat, but they're not. They're really not this season. And they're proving themselves, which fair play to them. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but, I didn't. I didn't expect it from them this season. There, I mean, they're way higher than. Um, uh, I thought they'd be about ten places lower. Really, they're thirteenth. I thought they'd be in the relegation zone. Um, especially after yeah. losing their manager. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be a tough game. Uh, and we haven't got um, you know, Tommy Uds because he scored a hat trick against them the last time he played there, I believe. Um. But I, I, I'm confident as well, Max. I think we've played well, especially against Blackpool. We we controlled the game really well. It'll be interesting to see whether um, there are many changes, whether Fleming comes in, perhaps, whether he's ready. Um, or, of course, I think the major one, uh, you always say, don't change a winning team, um, which, you know...
3: I mean, if we don't way. change it, I feel like when they say that, if we don't change it, then... I know it's kind of a bad thing, but it's kind of a good thing because it, c- they've seen that we've beat Blackpool. Mm-hmm. So their, th- their mindset is going to be thinking, right, they're not going to change their team up here. But the reason I th- think we lost uh, uh, lost one last night, I I was out of the world. We there. definitely won. Even... Um, so even though we won last night, I really do feel like it was those three red cards. It was us. I, I think it was those three red cards that did it for Blackpool because Ekpeteza and the two others I don't know the names, um, but Ekpeteza probably would have been a little bit more solid um, and probably would have held us back a little bit more than we than we were. But we won't talk about that. Um, but then again, like. You can change a winning team, Mm -hmm. but there are some risks and consequences. Now, and we know that for a fact, because we did it last season and the earlier games this season. Um, Mm -hmm. But I I do do feel more confident, as I said, um, after the Blackpool game. Obviously, Rotherham are 11th. Yeah, 11th um, from what I've seen. Um, i
1: have to check that.
2: Uh, they are 11th. Uh, you said they were 13th. 13, 13th 13 oh. uh, currently occupied by another surprise package of the season, Sunderland. Um, oh,
1: they well, They're both, I wasn't, they're wasn't both newly promoted teams 11. who play in red and white. Yeah, I wasn't expecting Yeah, I wasn't you expecting.
3: So. You know, yeah, I, wasn't expected, so I wasn't expecting Sunderland to be that low. So I'm not surprised they're there. Um, they are a good side. Um, it's going to be fun to face them in December. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean it's. It's going to be a tight game. I know that. And that's the only reason why I'm thinking of changing my prediction from a, t- uh, from a 2-1. Now... Were you from- saying
1: 2-1 with- to United or to City?
3: Who do you think, Nathaniel?
1: Well, I mean, you were saying you were doing this prediction after we just lost to Birmingham. So I was assuming you meant them were going to win.
3: Well, okay. Fair enough. Um, Okay. Um... Anyway, so you think but, we'll
1: win? Well, that's good.
3: I do think we'll win. Now, I hope we do. I think it'll be. I don't think it'll be easy. It will definitely not be easy. Now, Rotherham have beaten Stoke away. They've beaten Huddersfield at home. Yeah, they're in decent form. They've, they've got two wins and two draws out of their past six. This, that, we've got two wins and four draw losses. Sorry. We've probably got more losses down the line there, but that's mm-hmm. only our six games. Those games have come with Wigan, which is probably the most expected game to win, and then Blackpool. Mm. Who I think exactly it's more far ahead. Of it, it's the more of a, about
1: the way we've performed, though. I think in the Championship, the the difference yeah. in quality, you know, around the mid-table teams, and uh, Rotherham have been playing well, but they don't have lots of uh, players on paper. You'd think. Are really great. Um, so I think I agree I'll be tight and usually we've come out on the wrong side of that those games because we concede from a, a set piece or something. So um, I mean, I, I was playing devil's advocate with the don't change a winning team because I think you probably, I mean, Longman scored and I wouldn't change it because I think Longman should start every game. But um, I think, yeah, bringing in the top or joint top goal scorer, opinion, is probably a decent idea. So uh, Corbyn, um, What would you change if you were Andy Dawson or another, you know, the newly appointed Hull City manager? um, What would your lineup be for Saturday?
2: Um, Obviously, I'd love Baxter in goal. I don't mind who's in goal. I think they've both been very solid this season for what we've seen of them. For the defence, depending if he's fit, I want to see Fleming on left back. I want to see Mm -hmm. how he's going to cope this season, how well he's going to be. Um, obviously he's gonna be a bit fatigued and a bit, you know, rusty to start off with, but it'll be a good way to um work him work himself back in here. Um I wanna see uh, Sean McLaughlin too. I want to see him. Uh, I want to see more of him this season. I haven't seen him at all.
3: Macca, Macca, Macca.
2: Yeah. Um we haven't seen him much this season. Um mm-hmm. Greaves centre back um at all. How, how long is uh Coyle how long is Coyle out for? I don't, I don't know.
3: Coyle is Predicted to resume this weekend. He was off for illness, and is returned to training this week. And is in contention, according to my notes, is in contention for this 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 after, Saturday uh, afternoon's
2: fixture. So then, yeah, I'd like uh, I'd like Coyle thing. I'm gonna go for like a four three three here, but obviously that's just basic. Um, I feel like Everyone Doc Slater, Doc Slater, and Seri would be my go to midfield right now. Yeah. Uh, with Pelka, Cynic, and Oscar up front. I feel like that would be a solid lineup.
1: That's a good front three, isn't it? I think that's the front three that they were sort of planning on having. Or maybe yeah. with Pelcas behind and uh Ali on the wing, but with the players fit, I think that's that's fairly decent. Um I mean personally I think I'd go Baxter. I don't know whether um Fleming will be fit because you know I, I don't want to change the winning team too much. So I'll go the same back four. um yeah. Basically, I think my the only change you could really make is Oscar in. Um, I don't think, uh, I think even if Kyle isn't fit, I think Christie's done okay recently, so I, I'd start him. And uh, I really liked the way that the midfield controlled the game. And there were lots of good passing moves. I watched the highlights back and just some of the passing we were doing was, you know, really impressive. And it was, it was good to watch because usually we just lump it or give it away in our own, uh, you know, half. So that was much improved. Um, and then I guess um, we can't drop Doherty and he was sort of playing further forward or, or Slater was. And I, I think that worked. So I'd have um, Oscar. I think he's a top goal scorer. I think you have to play him. And I can't drop Longman. So I guess I drop Pelkas maybe. Even though I, I said he was doing really well, yeah. Um, I mean, that doesn't really make any sense. I'm very curious to see what the lineup will be. I think there's a few areas that could change. Um, because even though we did win, I think there's there's things to improve on. Um, I was going to mention this a little bit earlier, um, but um, I messed up. So, um, what are your two opinions? Because got- uh, I, I don't really know what they are on the whole managerial situation at the moment. Um, did you think that, uh, Corbin, I'll ask you first. What yeah. did you think of Shotter going at the time he did?
2: Uh, that was... I personally, I saw it coming. I think everyone saw it coming from a mile away. Results mm-hmm. weren't going our way. Looking back, he was, inc- was incredibly lucky to get wins against Norwich, draw against Bradley. Um They were getting right. I don't want to say he's a bad manager, because there were spells, spells where we did look all rightish. Mm-hmm. Um, but i don't think it was his time to be like a championship manager he needed some sort of experience before going into what some people argue to be one of the toughest leagues in the world mm-hmm. uh, the managerial situation Dawson ball i'm mayor with it we've mm-hmm. won some lost some but we can't win every game can't expect to win every game especially in the league we were in um asian's taking his time with it obviously some people may have seen that as a good thing personally i'm We'd forget like to get manager in as soon as possible yeah, because without a true leader in, in this squad we're going to continue losing and lots of no respect to dawson play some good football at times, time especially like we saw at blackpool but we need that person who can lead the squad who can encourage the players who can you know like what to do because dawson's only been an assistant manager and an interim manager well now so he doesn't really have the experience under his belt managed that uh what was it Scunthorpe, i believe um That's all the kind of experience he's really had, so he's not the best suited for the job at the moment, in my opinion.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. I think Schotter went at the uh, the the right time in a way. I I would have given him more time, but I think the way that we've played after it, we haven't really improved. So perhaps, I mean, perhaps the issues we've got go beyond who the manager is. But um, we have, you know, won two games. I don't know whether we would have won with with Schotter in charge still. Uh, I think it was a, a poor decision not to sack him immediately after the Swansea game because we, we should have a new manager by now. Mm. Um, we should have had one over the international break. I know Ajahn was in that accident, but he, should, he could have sacked him before we had the accident and that would have been fine. Um, but I think uh, it didn't help, Cause course, sacking him on the day of the game against Luton. I think Dawson's done okay. Has it been five games, two wins, three defeats? it's you know 6 points from 5 games is yeah i mean it's okay it's a it's a tiny bit of stability i think if we get a good result against rotherham i think it'll have been a, a decent enough decision to to have him around and we've got a few comments on uh, the, uh you know dawson as a manager uh, in ian says looking at the coaches we have brought in or uh, we've been uh, uh well, looking at the coaches we've brought in with dawson why didn't Shots get that help. Well, yeah, m- maybe, maybe um one of the main reasons why we won against Blackpool because we brought in that new um coach. I can't remember his name. Pardo, is it? Mm. Perhaps, perhaps uh, something else would uh, we could have done. Was saw, bring in a new assistant coach. I
3: saw something on Corbin's Instagram story about that. Yeah, I'm not, not saying. Exactly, I'm not, not going to say yeah, exactly what it said, but I'm not. Like, I'm not
2: too, too pleased. Uh, I'm not too. I'm not too pleased with that appointment. Uh, I'm, I, I don't even know what role he's playing. As he, they brought him in and they've put him as this like technical sporting. Well, I guess analyst.
1: it's so sort of football director, but yeah, I mean, lots of clubs I mean, have sporting analysts. It's not one we really understand what they do, but presumably, hopefully, he's doing something important.
2: And hopefully, he does well. Um, I, I was like, again, I don't know what he's doing or what the thing. He's been brought in to do is how it's going to benefit the club because I've never heard of it before at a football club. Mm -hmm. I've heard people saying, "Oh, like you saw Swansea at the Swansea game; they had coaches on like the tablets and stuff, analysts and stuff." Mm -hmm. We don't, we don't really have any of that. (laughs) So hopefully, if he's going to be doing that, you know, analysing the game, seeing where we can, what we can do, and what where we're going wrong. Hopefully, he can bring some uh, positives to the club and Mm -hmm. uh, improve the squad.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, Joshua here is commenting the major question. uh, Hey, lads, who would you like to see as our new manager? Uh, I think that's a big question. Um, Max, out of the names that have been linked so far, um, who's been the one that uh, you've been most excited about?
3: I, I don't know anymore because at the moment it's... It's hard to choose a manager for me with throughout the whole managerial period we've had. Um, obviously, going back to what we were saying about Schotter-Avaladze, wrong time. Wrong time. I mean, right time in terms of results, but wrong mm-hmm. time in terms there was a game eight out... No, not even that. Six hours later. Yeah. It was cool five timing. and a half, if not six hours later. Maybe even eight. I don't know, but
1: and then another game on the Tuesday or the Wednesday as well. So yeah, it's two games preparing for that they would pro- probably have been preparing for you know over those two weeks in the international break, and then you change coach. Then I wasn't happy with that really, um, and it didn't really help because we lost against Luton. So yeah, I would agree with that. Um, but I mean, I don't know who we're really being linked with at the moment. Uh, it's going a little I've, bit quiet. I've...
3: Currently forgotten simply because there's been all this, all this random stuff about oh, this person's being linked, this person's being linked, oh, this person was almost our manager. It's like, yeah, just pick the manager and then yeah. try and sign him. Um, it by seems the way, it's to be been... Barry, Barry Pardo, um, performance strategy coach,
2: right? Okay, I don't thank know. you,
3: but um. People disagree with me on this one, but I, mm. even though it's a, probably not the best decision for us, I would kind of like to see how Deitch Ball would work for us. Mm. Now, a, a lot of people have been saying, oh, Deitch Ball's just boring, Deitch Ball won't work with us. Like, Just give it a shot. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be the best football we'll ever play, but. We've got to look at the positive with Deitch coming in. He's got experience in the Championship and the Premier League. He's got experience all around with Burnley. He's been at Burnley for about a decade. Um, Mm -hmm. I I don't know how long it was, but I'm going to go... around that sort of time. But Deitch would be a good appointment. Now, I'm not saying that because he's just... He's just the life of football at the point. Like, in my opinion, Deitch would be the best option because he's got experience with Burnley, who's in the same league. So that's kind of fun. Uh, and also it's it's just the fact that he's got experience not only in the Championship, but in the Premier League. Yeah. And that's obviously even harder than the Championship. <clears throat> but he's got, he's got a lot more talent than most of our managers. I mean, obviously Andy Dawson, no disrespect to Dawson, he's done great as a man interim. but from all the names that we've been linked with, it's either him or I think it's Corbran, if Mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Um, I think
1: Corbran's perhaps a little bit more realistic. I mean, I think Dyche might want to go to the Premier League, but I mean, I'd say we don't really know whether he'd play boring football with us. I think he definitely helped the defence Um, That would certainly be something. but He's not had the players at Burnley to play uh, attractive attacking football, but he does here. So, um, you know, if he did come in or someone like that who's more of a defensive coach, I think the main thing is sorting out the defence and hopefully the goals will take care of themselves um, with players like Belkas and Oscar. But uh, what about you, Corbyn? What what sort of manager do you think we should be looking for? Is it Um, someone who's got experience abroad like Pedro Martin's had? or should it be someone who's managed in this league
2: uh just uh, first like to say well why would uh Deitch want to come to us in the position yeah. we're in uh, unless he's ashen's going to give him like a golden ticket for money and like uh, a yeah. new car a new fancy villa in turkey or something when well, you might I do <laughs> if he I does, mean, he's you know like we don't know these things sort he's of actually, thing
1: yeah. he would do
2: yeah yeah so, so things so. when we tried to get scott twine that he flew him out to thing, but why would he want to come to us in our current climate? What like we're struggling, yeah, yeah, the relegations are like if there's none. He would not want to go there. To uh, he would like to go he'd well, probably like to go to a top team, like that's well, going to well, be that's,
3: that's that's the thing though. Like you say, you want, he want he'll want to go to a top team. We are a top team if we can actually use our performances in the right way. Now, it may seem that, oh, Deitch wants to go to a top team because, like, with us, he he wouldn't want to come to us because we're so low down. The, the point of a manager is, is to improve a side. And mm-hmm. with Deitch, I feel like that's why that's the only reason I say with him, because he, he will improve us to his playing style. He will mm-hmm. match us with what he wants to play. We will go along with his orders and hopefully get more results that are actually beneficial to us rather than the yeah. opposite way around. Yeah. Now it, if Deitch comes to us brilliant. If he doesn't then I don't care because it wasn't I mean, really realistic. I, I don't or,
1: think he w- he will but uh it's yeah. certainly an in- interesting choice and uh I think chance. I There's think Hull City isn't an an exciting project for a manager to take up I mean yeah. we are doing poorly at the moment right. but uh we have one of the bigger budgets in the league we've we, we spent I think that the third true. most this summer. There are good yep. players here. Um, I mean, maybe off the field. I mean, Agin clearly hasn't been picking the team because he would never have dropped Oscar and played Longman up front, and he grooves it left back and, and Doherty right wing or whatever we did the other day. Um, but I think it is an interesting project for a, a, a top manager to come in and see what they could do. Um, I think Corcoran, uh, I mean, I, I'd like to see him. Initially, when it was linked, I, I wasn't too fussed. I think we missed a, a trick just getting cars. Carvajal though. I think he's a good mm. coach and we seem to have dumped him for Martins and then that didn't work out. So I think we'll probably have a manager by the time we play Blackburn next week, but um it'll kid certainly be quit. interesting to see.
3: kid, in. kid mm. for a quit. Yeah. I'll bring in five mates for that. That's fun.
1: Mm. Um it'll be interesting to see how Andy Dawson ends his Hulk City tenure because I I unless perhaps we're in like 10 nil. And he gets the job and a permanent deal. <laughs> I, I, I do imagine that'll be the the last game. So um, I think we've mentioned most things. Unless there's anything else you want to mention, but otherwise who I just strong like predictions.
2: Add, I'd just like to add that my personal preference for a manager would be probably someone overseas, someone mm-hmm. who's pro- I don't, like not managing a top league because if you count what well, Pedro Martins. He- the greek league isn't really a top league early real mm. credentials the champions league he did beat arsenal 2-1 at the emirates but he probably would be my favorite right now to win uh to get the job pedro Martins, even though it's kind of gone cold there's mm. still are some rumors kicking around that yeah he's interesting. Right. um that was that turkish coach who was at the um at the black was it blackpool or was was it blackpool i'm not sure which came, but there was that Turkish coach, which people are saying that uh, they're coming to check out Ozan and uh, Sinik. So oh,
1: yes, well, he—that's the Turkish uh, international manager, isn't it? So he's just yeah. seeing how how, how well maybe, they're playing. Maybe neither of them started.
2: I'd say maybe Yajin might have some plans trying to persuade him to come to the club, so then he can uh, the Turkish link there. But it, for it me, it's obviously, for, obviously for me, it's obviously going to be an overseas coach because like, I don't believe there's that many English coaches that are of our pedigree that would, you know, want to come to Hull or mm-hmm. manage the team.
1: Okay, yeah, I think it probably will be a foreign coach. That seems to be the markets agents more interested in yeah. in looking I in. Yeah.
2: of
3: course. The only thing I want to add, real quick, before we get into mm-hmm. like the lineup predictions. I mean, we've already said our lineup predictions, but like, I wouldn't be fussed with the same team that we played last night. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I wouldn't. But the big thing for me, I want to see Macarin, don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. the player I really want to see back in the team mm-hmm. is Ingram. Now, right. I know people say Bax has been on good form, besides the obvious hip-de-do's. Mm-hmm. He's done all right. He's, he's done all right. I mean, Ingram has started us off well. He may, he's got the, well, I said he used to have the top saves in the championship. He was very good. And he got dropped for Baxter, which is probably the right time for him because he did get dropped at the right time. Um, But I want to see him come back. No, There's nothing against Baxter here. I just want to see how Ingram would perform against clubs well, say perform against clubs. Perform after he's been dropped. He's obviously mm-hmm. had time to recover, recuperate, rethink about what he can do within the next games he play plays. But he is probably the only player that I'm looking forward to see back in the lineup, simply because he did well for us at the start. He's consistent enough to keep us keep the opposition out as much as he can. But it's it all depends on what the manager sees. I mean, it'd be great to see him back in the lineup because I think he needs that boost as well as just sitting on the bench because he's been on the bench since... What has it been since the... I don't know which game it was. Stoke, maybe? One before Stoke, something, maybe? Something like that, yeah. And... I just feel like it's his time to return. Now, I don't want... I don't. It's not that I don't want Baxter in goal. It's the fact that I want Ingram to return and just mm-hmm. see how he plays. Now, yeah. I'm not going to change goalkeeper, which is weird yeah. since I've just said all that. I am going to go with Baxter for this game and then keep Ingram for a later date, which I will stress when I get to it on Tigers Talk next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Um I'm gonna go with a back four of Coyle if he returns. Um Jones, Greavesy, and Fleming, because I do think mean, so. we'll, well haven't that. we done this already. Yeah. You guys have. You guys mm. have. I haven't. Um middle three. I as long as it's somewhat it's as long as it's players that that can actually do well, I don't care. <laughs> um mm. I do think Dox and Slater should be in there. Mm-hmm. To, to be fair it's either seri or too fun, but I think Woods should start. I think yeah. Woods I start. I don't want to
1: switch it up too much after the Blackpool game. I think that midfield like it wasn't a trio it was more like a uh, a quartet yeah. that yeah. worked really well.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean the lineup from Last night, I'll I'll get it up now because I've literally got it here. But serry and Woods started. Slater, Doherty, and Pelcass were in behind Longman. Now, the same fo- same formation for me. However, Slater drops back to where Surrey is mm-hmm. in center defensive mid with Woods. Doherty stays up with serry Now, Pelcass will start for me. Only issue is Longman. Now I don't want to drop him, but I'm afraid you're going to have but, to. But you do want to
1: drop him, yeah? <laughs> it's, well,
3: I, I, it's going to have to happen. I mean, it's 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 not. It wouldn't be a huge
1: here. shock. I mean, Oscar's nah, nah. our top scorer. You imagine it's probably more just because he wanted to give him a rest, see what Longman offered. Mm, yeah, but um, I think you know at some point you might want to bring on off Oscar if that's not working, see how it works with Longman. But yeah, I think. And um, there's lots of variations of what the lineup could be that I think I'd be fairly happy with. Um, shall we move on to our school predictions for Robham? Yes. yes we uh, what about you, Corbin? You go first.
2: Right. So I've got down a 2-1 win for City. I feel like it's going to be a very closely contested game. I feel like Rotherham are going to get off the bat very good. They're going to score first. We work our way into the game like we've done previously. Um, and just to like, we'll just click, like we've kind of, gelled already in like a sense yeah, that we like the squad. Oh well, yeah hopefully because if we haven't then yeah um but I feel like uh we'll be good we'll be better in the second half than we will be in the first half and that's where we'll get our goals.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what about you Max? You've already said is it a two one city win?
2: Well
3: here's where I'm a bit stuck now. Um it was a two one city win. I have to say I've changed it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to be like this, but I'm going to have to be. Now, I said 2-1 because I was very confident, but considering Rotherham have been doing well this season, I think it won't be a miserable ending. It'll be kind of a relieving ending, if you will. Rotherham United 2, Hull City 2. Now, we Mm. will go first, no. Yes, we will score first. They will score twice. Mm. Once in the first, once well, in the second. And yeah, I'm not I'm like not well expecting
1: you away to away. be mystic and getting the exact, you know, timing yeah. of the well, goals no, and no
3: no, 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 no. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Not that that's never going to happen. <laughs> I've mm. tried it th- about five times before. But yeah. I mean, we've played well. As long as we give a good fight, I don't not care. But for me, I've changed it from a 2-1 to 2-2 simply because I think it's going to be a tight game, but I do see many goals in it. With the way Rotherham played against Huddersfield, I feel like they have the ability to score goals. They have mm-hmm. the right amount of balance in their team to play for, more forward um, than they used to. So in that case, it is, that is hence the reason why I've gone with a 2-2 two, two draw it's not okay. it's just simply because I, f- I just think it's a game that deserves a desmond if not a win for us so mm, yeah a 2-2 two, two and hopefully a good match day vlog for me
1: <laughs> yeah mm. I, I agree with you i think it, it could be a draw um i think we played really well against blackpool and hopefully we carry that over into rotherham um it's another away game so we can have the sort of uh, same sort of a system um that worked in the previous away game uh, I think Rodham probably a better team, um, probably more solid, um, much higher up in the table than um, than uh, Blackpool. So um, I think I think we might be able to get a goal. I think uh, we'll probably concede from a set piece and uh, be a tight game. Um, I'm going to go one-one. I mean, Ian Ian has said uh, commented it's going to be 0-0. I mean, I'd love that because I think we Typical. really need the clean sheet. Typical, um, to be certainty. honest.
3: Typical City, yeah. in from a set mm. piece. <laughs> yes, yeah.
1: Starry2006 also says, hopefully we get a clean sheet. And Ethan says, 2-1 to City. We
3: do it here. Ooh. Right. Another just thing like... is, Xavier Simons, I am pr- I just want to say, Corbin, do- sorry about that. No, but, sorry. Um, Xavier Simons, proudly made his debut against Birmingham. I mean, it's kind of a shit one, but in terms of the scoreline. But good debut, I thought he played well. So, I mean, I won't be surprised if he gets put in. Um,
1: hmm, I would be. I, yeah. I, I don't think he's done enough to to get into the starting eleven, to be honest. Yeah. But, uh, well, no, he, he but might you might
3: You got to consider he's not he's not played at all the season so far. Yeah. I mean, Vale. I mean, Vale. I would say the same for Vale, but he's injured, so it's not really helped. Another player I'd like to see when he get, comes back from injury. Another two, Salah and Traore. Like, trio is kind of yeah. a push because of...
1: trio is probably a, a way off yet. But yeah. Salah... He's after Christmas should right? be October. I, th- I think Salah was supposed to be back soon. So hopefully we'll be off to
3: Salah will be back next month, according mm-hmm. to my reports. Okay. Um, but at the moment, I just... I, I don't care. If we win, brilliant. Because yeah. I would like to celebrate a goal... At yeah. least one. By the way, just want to mention to everyone: if no one already, know, if every, if not not everyone didn't notice, we have sold out. Du-duh.
1: Yeah, sold out at Rotherham, yeah. so it should we be sold a, out, We a sold good
3: out We sold out Rotherham. I don't know how we yeah. sold out Blackpool because there was hardly any buzz there, but yeah. we sold out Rotherham. So we'll yeah. see what we can do,
2: and hopefully, hopefully they can back the lads. Doesn't backfire exactly. Uh, well, yeah.
1: Hopefully, we get another three points. Uh, what were you going to say, Colbin?
2: Uh, what I was going to say is that Rotherham isn't uh, an easy place to go through. Just looking, most of their good results, they've come at uh, the New York Stadium. Yeah. So, like.
1: Fifth fifth in the home table, I think I, I, I saw earlier. Yeah. So they're yeah, obviously good at the New York Stadium.
2: I'm not sure how, what their home attendances are like, but we were selling out. Maybe if I think they should, I hope they get like a, bring a good home attendance, so then it'll be you know, good atmosphere mm-hmm. and it'll hopefully boost the teams, you know, play them a little bit better, you know, give them that motivation to uh, hopefully bring back the three points to City. Mm-hmm. If not, if not the one, honestly, a win or a draw will take it at this point. We've to yeah. where we are at the table, I,
1: I think avoiding defeat, um, at a, a tough away ground to go to would be uh, very solid so uh, yeah. thank you very much for coming on you've both been uh, great um, and uh, I don't you've really think there's title. anything else you've
3: been a great host
1: oh thank you very yeah. much that's that's the nicest thing someone's said to me uh, <laughs> the last few hours I guess Yeah. so um, thank you very much for joining us everyone who's commented and uh, we'll be back um, hopefully for another preview for the Blackburn game and probably next Thursday to hopefully talk about another beautiful city victory and uh, another fantastic Ryan Longman performance, as we saw on Wednesday. So thanks again for joining. Thanks, Corbin, and thanks, Max. And we'll be back soon.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the
1: price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy
0: cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with
1: factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com
0: slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.